Let us pray. Lord, raise our hearts and our minds to hear and respond to your word this evening. In the name of Christ, amen. This past week has seen yet another tragedy. It would be an amiss of me not to mention the terrorist bombings in Manchester last Monday and the lives lost in such senseless act of violence. As followers of Christ, what are we to make of these horrific events? How are we to respond? On this day that marks the ascension of Christ, I think we can at least begin to understand our place and purpose right now. The ascension of Christ means more than just Jesus returning to his Father, more than him being with God. There is a hymn that begins to look deeper into this meaning as it contains the lines, Thou hast raised our human nature in the clouds at God's right hand. The hymn writer is celebrating the extraordinary fact that our human, humanity, in all its variety, in all its vulnerability, has been taken by Jesus into the heart of the divine life. Man with God is on the throne, the hymn continues. The transfigured Jesus, who spans both realities of God's world and ours, takes with him all that our humanity has to offer, all its wonders as well as its brokenness, its joys and its sorrows. Both and all are capable of being embraced by God, surrounded by his love and welcomed into his heart. Jesus takes our humanity yours and mine, with all our complex personalities and feelings right into the centre of God's being. In return, God gives us his spirit to dwell within our hearts. We are one with God. And whether we follow his lead or withdraw ourselves from our, his love and loving others, God never lets go not even when we find ourselves spinning downwards into despair, spewing words of pain and protest, rage and violence. And as Rowan Williams once said, Jesus hears all the words we speak, and he takes them, and in the presence of God the Father says, this is the humanity I have brought home. It's not a pretty sight, it's not edifying and impressive and heroic. It's just real, real and needy and confused. And here it is, this complicated humanity, brought home to heaven, dropped into the burning heart of God for healing and for transformation. Yet this is only one part of our celebration of Christ's ascension. The second part is looking forward to the coming of Christ's advocate, the Holy Spirit, 
In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus shows how the church, we, are intertwined with the Holy Spirit in order to bring God's glory by preaching the Gospel to his creation. First of all, Jesus says, This is what is written. He points to the scriptures, for they are the basis of our belief. Everything he has done and has been promised has been written in the Old and New Testament. The Spirit of God flowed throughout the scriptures and for us are the basis of how we live. Secondly, Jesus says that repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all the nations. We are commissioned, charged, with the command to proclaim the good news gospel, which is God's offer of a new start. And we encourage people to turn towards accepting it. Thirdly, Jesus says to his disciples, you are witness to these things. What we believe and what we proclaim must only be those truths which are authorised to believe and proclaim by the teachings of the Twelve in the New Testament. To learn of Jesus and so of his way forward for his church, we look to the Apostles' witness alongside the witness of the Spirit, neither one without the other. Lastly, we are to be clothed with power from on high, meaning the gift of the Holy Spirit is not just to us, each one of us individually, but to the whole church. For unless the church possesses the promise of the Father, the miracle of the working of the Holy Spirit, the church, quite frankly, is nothing. The church, we, are powerless to bring forth God's plan and purpose for Christ's people to the whole world without our acceptance of the working and working with the Holy Spirit. When we have our doubts in understanding of what we are or the role and purpose of the church, these four areas of scripture, proclamation, apostolic authority and the Holy Spirit serve as wonderful reminders. When we are faced with our prevailing culture, with its absence of certainties, its vast diversity of views, theories, opinions and lifestyle choices, we can become bewildered. Rowan goes on to say that the promise of Jesus, the promise Jesus speaks of in Acts and Luke, of the Father going to descend on the world, is about the way in which the gift of the Holy Spirit of God enables us not only to be a new kind of being, but to see human beings afresh and to hear them differently. When the Holy Spirit sweeps over us in the wind and the flame of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit gives us the life of Jesus. It gives us something of Jesus' capacity to hear what is really being said by human beings. It gives us the courage not to screen out those bits of the human world that are difficult and pleasant and not edifying. It opens our eyes and our ears and our hearts to the full range of what being human means.
When we think about Manchester and other terrible events in the world, we need to remember we are the body of Christ. We are his ears and we see with his eyes. As we are in God and God is in us, in the midst of humanity's fragility and suffering, we see and hear what God can do. We remember that Christ has raised our human nature in the clouds at God's right hand, and our compassion is deepened a hundred times, our awareness of pain is deepened a hundred times, and please God, by the gift of the Spirit, our hope is deepened a thousand times. Someone on the internet recently wrote, in the midst of the terror event of Manchester, Jesus came. He cited several tweets and messages. If anyone needs shelter, we are right on the outskirts of central Manchester in Salford. Anything I can do to help, direct message me, tweeted science student Carolina Stasinska. Anyone in Manchester who needs to wait for their parents or needs somewhere to stay or make phone calls, just DM me. We have tea, offered the BBC's Simon Clancy. The Holiday Inn nearest to Manchester Arena have taken dozens of kids who have been separated from their parents tonight, said Samuel Cavola. Taxi drivers in hashtag Manchester offering free journeys to those stranded after the events in hashtag Manchester Arena, tweeted Bethan Bonsall. Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of these, of one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me, said Jesus. By God's grace, we learn that we can do more than just help out here or there, but really take responsibility for not only the running of the church, but also as living as disciples of Christ, as his hands and his ears in our communities. For we have a gospel to proclaim within the power of the Holy Spirit, to a hurting and suffering world.